if you can be grateful for everything that's going on, especially the things you, you know, that are dark or quote unquote, you don't like, then I, I feel like therein lies the beauty of alchemy because we can alchemize every single moment. Like in my mind, any negative situation that I run into, it's a positive. I just need to spin it a little bit. Electric Soil Podcast. Imagination is the electric soil of creation. All right, welcome back to the show, everybody. Today, my guest is the water shaman, Samson Luce. Today, we're going to be talking and kind of just jamming a little bit, a little bit of improv between the the two of us. And uh, we're going to be talking health, wealth, and cheerful co-creating amongst many, many other topics. I've been excited about this one for a while. So, Samson, welcome to the show. Thanks for coming on this morning. Thank you, brother. I'm honored and eternally grateful to be in this here and now with you. Oh, uh, yeah. Thanks, man. I, I feel totally the same way. So, and I enjoyed, uh, we before we got started, we kind of had a little, uh, like, quick little breathwork thing that we did together. So, that was super cool. Super good idea. I like that, man. So, thank, thanks for uh, uh, having me participate in that, kind of get us in that, you know, that same vibration. So, that's really good. Um, of course. Yeah, man. Let's, uh, let's start from the beginning. Before, I, I like to go back and do a little bit, like, origin story to kind of see you know, what made you become the person you are today. But before we do that, let's just get into the here and now, because that's kind of what we've been talking about, you know, first thing. So here and now, what is what is the water shaman? Like, what is that to you? Uh, and what can you explain about sort of what you're you're up to these days? Like, what have you been doing as far as, um, you know, being like, you know, helping other folks and, and kind of what do you got going on in your community these days? Great question, Matt. I love it, brother. Um, wow. Uh, it's wild. So this this role that I or this identity, I like to say I'm the self-appointed water shaman because <laughs> yeah. I feel like we, you know, we, we appoint ourselves and we assign meaning to ourselves. Right. Yeah. And so um, I manifested this water delivery job that I've had now for three years, starting in February. Yeah, I was working at I've been working in restaurants pretty much since I was 10 years old. So everything inside and outside of the restaurant from dishwashing to cooking to serving to everything in between. That's what I really did since I was 10 years old. Oh, wow. And about four years ago, like like five years ago, I kind of like stepped out of the extreme culinary and like dived into um, delivering water. Um, I first started, I, I was uh, born in, um, Bozeman, Montana. So, and also I was, uh, left Bozeman when I was three years old with my mom and we moved to Taos, New Mexico. So went from the top of the U S to the bottom. Right. And then now currently I'm like halfway in the middle. I'm over here in Denver. Ah, (laughs) nice. Yeah. The journey has been wild, man. It's been really wild. Uh, this water shaman gig, it like, you know, I feel like we have, we have things that, are we're fired up about and we're passionate about if we can if we can just follow that yellow brick road or we can follow the breadcrumbs of our highest greatest passion right yeah then think synchronicities fall into our lap and stuff and so i remember about four years ago i was working at this restaurant just tossing salads and nothing wrong with that like i loved i love what i do because i love i love cooking i love every single thing that i do in my life i try to do it to the most optimal and have a connection with it. Cause for a long time I had social anxiety. I was addicted to uppers, downers, anything I can get my hands on to get outside of myself. Mm. And so now 
journey of for the last four or five years of just complete 180, just diving as deep as I can into myself and also into everything. Cause I have this idea that every single one of us is just the divine reflection for each other. So technically you're having a conversation with yourself and I'm having a conversation with myself. I love that. That's so cool. If we be, you know, like, like I like to say, I treat every single person as, as they are the most important being in or on this, you know, and then the, and it, you know it, it's so magical and powerful when I can operate in that but of course you know we get knocked out of our heart there's frustrations there's chaos everywhere you know it's all about how we react to things I feel like and how we act Definitely. with you know our mental and emotional and physical well-being right and so yeah the water shaman gig's been wild I manifested the job and then uh, it's just been one kind of just expansive connection after another. Like, I'm sure you felt like this in your life, especially maybe as a young adult growing up, you're like, I, I, I know everything. Like, I, I think I know the entire yeah. world. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, definitely. Older week, yeah. It's like, you fall away from that. You're like, holy shit, I don't know anything. Really. <laughs> yeah. But we do know everything, right? right. But ultimately, nothing and everything. It's a paradox. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and so following into that this water shaman gig it just it came to me man so i uh i became like an angelic reiki teacher or uh angelic reiki healer level one and two and then that kind of just exploded into this imagination and like healing infinite potential field and then i like applied that to the water and so my idea is i go out and about monday through friday i deliver artesian spring water from uh, El Dorado uh, Canyon. And basically I go out every single day. I'm, I'm the, the mountain man. So they send me up. I'm like ice road truckers. They no send way. me up to peaks and I wow. throw a chain. How can I get stuck? And I freak out. And wow. I'll get the yeah. <laughs> and I, every single, I say every single bottle that I deliver, I bless it with the whole incompleteness of my heart, you know? And so I've been diving more into water and, Water's wild. Like there's a fourth phase of water. I'm not sure if you checked out that, like Gerald Pollock. No. Um, awesome scientist that discovered fourth phase of water. It's it's in between. It's a state of water that's in between a liquid and a solid. So it's kind of like a plasma. It's really wild. Really? Um, Interesting. Yeah. And that that is basically the idea is the fourth phase of water is highly structured bioavailable water mm. compared to not structured running through our pipes you know mm. uh the the atoms of the water molecules get clumped up by bouncing around the unhealthy forms in our pipes and stuff right yeah. compared to spring or yeah, you know yeah. it's running it's getting it's getting the scalar energies or it's getting the spiraling energies of flow and that's what oh, energizes and the irony that. so cool water is energy and energy is communication so good that's what i keep diving into and realize so the beautiful thing is i've been realizing for the last three years that i've been doing this uh water shamaning gig where if my thoughts 
certain feelings are projected into woe is me, you know, projecting the victim mentality, lost in the sauce, you know, they did this, I'm frustrated because I have to do this. Then I realized very quickly that that energy would go into the water and the water is a superconductor, especially the the artesian spring water because only 1% of the world has artesian spring water that's actually clean. It's wild. Wow. And yeah, you could check out findaspring.org, I believe, to see your closest spring next to you. That's awesome. And, and yeah, so I would realize, okay, so I have this I have this negative effect. And what would happen, I feel like, is uh, I would intensify the negative interactions when I was operating in that mindset. You know, we're powerful creators. Yes. And yeah. <laughs> we magnify things to us as much as we're pushing things away. One and the same. Right. <laughs> and uh, so I switched it. I switched it. I was like, okay. You know, and when, when that stinking thinking sets in or, you know, I'm just frustrated, I'll switch it, man. Switch it and be like, okay, I get to, I get to do this. And then it just it alchemizes and then synchronicities flow. You know, I'll get unstuck from previously being stuck really bad or, you know, I'll stop freaking out and just drop into my heart, start breathing and start meditating, get that balanced coherency. Mm. And then I am the state of, of balance that's, going through this extremely chaotic expansive world and just bringing order to the chaos space because all chaos is is unknown order anyways right 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 wow dude that's so amazing that's so wild yeah what a what a story what an origin story as far as like you know the, the water shaman and how you bring it about and honestly man it feels like you like every day is an adventure right you're bringing you, you have it and you have it truly have a chance a clean slate every day to bring your best self and your best high vibrational, you know, uh, almost like you feel like this obligation. There's like an accountability that you provide yourself because, you know, you have the power to go one way or the other with it. So you view it as utmost importance to bring your highest vibration to then be able to like get this water out to, you know, whoever else is going to and kind of continue that on down the line. So, man, that is like mind-blowingly cool. I got to say, honestly, like so cool. I love it. And just the way you tell the story and everything, I'm picturing you driving up this like crazy uh, mountain road and there's just something about it because you're, you're doing it in isolation. So let's face it at that time, your, your brain can flip flop. It can kind of have moments of self doubt. You can have moments of, Oh, what am I doing here? Some fear can kind of creep in. Uh, so it's up and then it's up to you. Like you say, you, you, you find a way to drop back into your heart and, and just level it all out. So yeah, dude, like such a cool, uh, such a cool just concept and uh, the fact that you're living it too. So thanks for sharing that. I want to get hey, back. Thank you. Yeah, for sure. I want to. Get... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I want to just get back actually a little bit further back into your your like uh your your upbringing and all that. So it sounds like a fairly adventurous, you know, you kind of moving you know across um, the states a little bit. And let's talk a little bit about like what led you into this. Um, you know, journey of self-discovery as far as uh, using, uh, you know, the like you said, the uppers, the downers, you know, a little bit of social anxiety. I think a, a lot of people can relate to that. In fact, probably everybody on certain level could, can relate to that whole awkwardity of teenage years and and just mainly the social pressures and all that sort of stuff. Let's uh, dig a little bit back into that. How, how was that for you? Let's get a little more in, into the specifics with that. And then what was sort of your turning point where you you kind of touched on it earlier, where you decided, you know what, time to do a 180. I'm going to look inside. And how easy was that for you? So a few things to, to kind of go through, if you don't mind. Of course, dude, really great questions too. Thank I would you. say our, 
our formidable years of growing up and downloading our reality can be a lot. You know, I feel like, I feel like we all carry these levels of like trauma packets or like dense compact with body within, you know, our, our brain, everything in between. Right. And so growing up, it was wild for me because I experienced, my mom was a single mom. And so, um, because, you know, we left Montana for my dad and my dad's family is, and, uh, my, my mom left my dad's house after she like shot it up with a 30 out six, like hunting rifle, like, you, wow. you, you know, like, yeah. um, some, uh, infidelity going on, uh, and, you know, okay. Okay. Relationships, yeah. relationships are the most important thing. Also, they can be pretty detrimental at times too, sure, right? Like, sure. We handling things. So I, I always had this idea, especially within myself, that I chose this life. Like I chose my mom, I like my soul, my higher self. Like I chose this incarnation, right? Mm. Growing up as a kid, I experienced so much chaos, so much domestic violence, so much like just watching other people interact in such disharmonious ways. Mm. Um, I was homeless with my mom, probably like, I say like probably was over a hundred different places in the, in the Northern New Mexico area, or even on the, on the way from Montana to Northern New Mexico, um, you know, homeless, different houses, uh, domestic violence, like, uh, centers and stuff, right. Mm. Where you can go to, and, you know, you kind of get solace from all the chaos. And I realized at a young age that like, it's not okay to be yourself in, in, in certain situations, let's just say, right. Like, of course, now I'm discovering like, be yourself, (laughs) (laughs) yourself, right. Like that's what we have. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And everything, everything expands from there. But, um, seeing that, okay, I can, I can lie and I can get this, this, other optimal, not, you know, quote unquote, optimal outcome. It's, a, it was of course suboptimal, but I, I, I downloaded very early about lying and lying mm. and lying to myself first and foremost, cause then I would believe it. And then I could literally lie to another person. And then, you know, it, it would create an alternate reality. And I had so many alternate realities going on by the time I was like 12 years old, 13 years old, that nothing was, nothing was real. Like I was lost. Like I didn't, you know, and I didn't have that many support structures as a kid, really. Um, I'm super grateful for everything my mom, you know, had to go through to like bring me and my sister through all the different chaotic stuff. But I've lived on, on hippie grids, uh, hippie grids, hippie commune off the grid in Northern New yeah. Mexico. Like you bridge, it's like a miniature grand Canyon. Oh, okay. and, and you just you just go for like two three hours, and then there's people that literally they just use solar. Like there's just a bunch of buses connected to each other, like little hippie towns. Wow! And yeah. off the grid, middle of nowhere, right? Yeah. And so that was that was very cool, but also very disturbing too, because you mm. can imagine you can imagine a lot of stuff goes on. Sure, I can, the, yeah, right. Yeah, I've seen I've seen just insane, right, and it was a lot for me. Cause I, like I said, I didn't have the best structures. And then, uh, watching my mother operate, she operated like extreme victim mentality when crisis would happen. Mm. 
So I think, or I don't think, I feel that my like North star was the opposite of that. Cause I was like, okay, this gives you the worst possible outcome. If you like, you know, you see the example, Oh, like I can, I can do something different. So something inside of me just like shifted maybe at a, maybe at a super young age, who knows to where I was like, okay, I'm just going to focus on positivity. Right. I'm going to focus on what's right instead of what's wrong and things. I got more traction. I was Mm. able to move more through my life. Like I said, I started cooking when I was 10 years old at my stepdad's um, mother's restaurant. So I'm lucky. I am super lucky that my mom kind of settled down with my stepdad in Northern New Mexico in like the Colorado, New Mexico border, still on the New Mexico side. Um, We met randomly. We were at, we were at some, it's funny how synchronicities work, you know, and life and things, you know, for a reason. Absolutely. (laughs) Um, I remember that I was, I was at this super cool outward bound school. So it was like fifth grade through eighth grade and they would take you on week long camping trips in the mountains. Nice. And so I, I would go river rafting in Utah. I would go like Crazy. 25 miles from peak to peak, you know, yeah. doing school composition book in the middle of a valley at the top Man. of a peak. And so cool. So yeah. the irony was like, yeah, homeless and living in a domestic violence shelter, but I was also going to this super awesome private school that I got into for free for some weird reason, I like signed up this thing and it got linked in, you know? Yeah, yeah. So within all of the darkness, I would say the darkness there in service of the light, just as much as the light is in service of the dark, right? Cause there, right. there's a bad yang. Yes. The, if the light, the dark fish, then there's nothing. You know, yeah, the dark, right. yeah. There's, there's nothing. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. We need polarity. So I'm super grateful for all that. And the irony is I got kicked out of that outward bound school for smoking weed <laughs> or, nice. or smoking. Can- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I left from there and then went to the town over, which was like literally a predominantly uh, Latino or Chicano uh, community to where I was the minority. Mm. There was only white kid and two other white kids in the entire school one of them ended up leaving and so i had this my 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 mom got with my stepdad who was northern new mexican or uh chicano and so like i was part of the family so i got i got like brownwashed mm, <laughs> so, yeah like say i'm like a burrito like i'm white on the outside I'm brown on the inside nice. <laughs> <laughs> So it was this yeah. it was this interesting thing going from this outward bound school to you know the actual reality, right? Like the normal high school environment where everybody's going through their own thing, and you know it's chaos. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. Chaos. And then they're mostly teaching you what to think, not how to think, so it's even more chaotic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but all things all, all things work out for a reason. Truly, um, like I said, I. I I've dived into like Percocets, Oxycontin. I mean, anything and everything, uppers, downers, Adderall. Uh, I did math for the first time when I was like 12. Wow. Uh, It was really, it was really just the people that were around because my stepdad was like the jack of all trades. So he would always have people like working for him. He's doing tree trimming, you know, building fences. Mm. I mean, mountains and get wood. Like wood is the main source of income up there. If you don't Mm. have a job, you just, get a little tag for like 50 bucks and then yeah. get 
records and sell it for like two, 300 bucks. And so I'm very grateful that I got that work ethic because prior to that, I just didn't want to work. I wanted everything handed to me. I was, you know, I was lost. I was the millennial. Yeah. Right. Right. (laughs) Give it to me now. Yeah. Yeah. An age that we live in. Yes. And uh, yeah, man, from that, it just, just expanded into um, me realizing that I made some choices that really weren't for my benefit or others. So I'd always be out partying and, you know, feeling like shit and always broke because I'd be spending all my money on drugs that, you know, they weren't really serving me. And don't get me wrong. A lot of them did in between mushrooms are great. Mm. Cannabis. I'm very grateful. I had all these other synchronistic, like, you know, chisels in the block of ice come through and just try to crack me open in different you know yeah yeah and and it all kind of it all kind of led up to where i was in um i I was working in albuquerque new mexico i was like at two different cooking jobs and then i was a butcher too and i would microdose and stuff and i I was but i was also selling coke so Mm. this was like five i was still caught up in this dynamic of like you know, just chaos and frustration. Woe is me. And, you know, but it was all, it was all about how I was relating to my world. Like I used to say the struggle is real. Now it's like every day is better in every way. And it just goes, you know, there's infinite more affirmations and stuff beyond that. And I remember, man, I was like, so filled up with chaos. People owed me money, like out front people. So it was like, you know, just so much turbulence and just anger and rage within myself and directed towards others. And I remember I just took a couple grams of psilocybin. And for some reason I walked down to my car and I just hugged this tree, man. And literally, I guess it was a moment of like complete and total surrender and acceptance mm. of what, you know, yeah. cause I don't think I don't think at that time before that, I was just always like fighting my reality, like trying to change things with force and like, you know, having like suboptimal results, <laughs> <You know? laughs> right, right. Uh, not going at things the the quote unquote right way. And all of a sudden, literally, man, like from the top of my head, like, like every single negative experience that I've experienced in my entire life, like just juiced out of me. And then I got supercharged with every single positive experience you could ever imagine times infinity. And it just blew my mind. Like I let go of this tree. I felt, I say, I used the analogy that I was a USB drive plugged in frame yeah. of mother earth and some mind viruses and yeah, fucking yeah. mouth. That's crazy, <laughs> man. I love that analogy. <laughs> yeah. I like let go. And yeah. from there, man, like, yeah, it was like four and a half, five years ago. And it's been a 180 degree shift from like everywhere I've been, you know, like I fallen into these, sacred geometry like magic rings like yeah. the tensor ring. or have you heard of organite no no tell me oh so it's like you get uh epoxy resin okay um or you know like uh fiberglass resin works too yeah and the idea is you get um 50 50 organic and non-organic materials so like crystals and then um like metals and the idea is you mix up this fiberglass resin or the epoxy resin and then you pour it into a silicone mold or any type of mold and then you add crystals metals crystals metals crystals metals and it's actually creating a piezoelectric uh effect where anytime you apply pressure to a crystalline substance it emits a positive and a negative charge of electricity 
And so that's happening. And then also anything you're feeling, thinking, like you're channeling your energy mm. into this. So art, like I like yeah. to think about it. It's like art. Yeah. Um, and so I make those too. So I learned right. how to, I learned those on YouTube like three and a half years ago when I first moved out here to Colorado from Albuquerque and let go of like all the darkness that was just pulling me into hell every day. Mm. And uh, here I am, man. It's beautiful. I'm so grateful to be here talking with you. Oh man. What a absolutely fantastic story. Like the whole thing, man. I love like how open you are about it and just, uh, dude, like one of the, that's one of my favorite like origin stories slash just like, you know, autobiographical stories I've ever had on the show, man. Seriously. Thank you. I was really, to me, that was just riveting. I loved your, uh, I like your use of like analogies, your storytelling really sticks because uh, like when you said the USB, uh, you know, the USB drive getting plugged into mother earth and you just felt like the dude, that's so awesome. I love, I love hearing about that. So what I'm hearing you say a lot here, Samson today is like talking a lot about like, and I love this cause I love the subject of dualities, yin, yang, light, dark, you know, I, I love how accepting you are of that. And so my question is for you, like now that you've, you've seen all these sort of like this darkness, this chaos that you had in your formative years, as you put it, is it easier for you to maintain the light because you have such an awareness of the dark or is there periods where the dark continues to kind of creep back in, you know, when you maybe aren't uh, being as mindful, what does that look like to you now? Or is it just like, you know, smooth sailing or does it depend on the day? Like, uh, let's, exp can you explain a little bit about that? Like this, I just love your, your, your awareness of the dualities of your own life and life in general. Dude, I'm so grateful because it's funny, right? It's like, it's like this idea. There's like this idea in our age where it's like, oh, you know, it's instant enlightenment, right? Or whatever, you know, yeah. it's like, no, no, it's here in the right now moment. And it's a moment by moment. I don't want to say process, but experience. Ooh, yes. Uh, yeah. It's yes and no to your question. Because, of course, when I can, ever since I started doing my morning routine for the last three years, the yoga practice I started, mm -hmm. that has given me the grounding cord to be able to more effectively anchor my mind into, let's call it positivity, right? Or right. just good medicine, good energy, you know, uh, sharing my love and my light with the world to the best of my ability. And then also the, the darkness is there. Like it's there, you know, like I, I get, I'll get, you know, knocked off my game. I, I say, I get, I get run over by the ball. Ah, <laughs> like okay. Going, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sudden, yeah. Whoop, and I just like slide and then I get ran over and then I got to pick myself back up and jump back on. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's totally a moment by moment thing. Like, of course, you know, some days are better than others, but I've been I've been realizing more and more. It's 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 not. I heard this great quote from one of my uh, one of the people I delivered to in the mountains uh, like two weeks ago or a week ago. And uh, she's like, it's not what happens that matters. It's how I respond to what happens mm -hmm. that matters. Totally. And I was like, of course, like all these things, we already know these things, you know, like, yeah. I swear we are all of the access of the entire universe within our DNA. We just need to like breathe and trust ourselves. Nice. And so a lot of it is just second guessing ourselves, not trusting our intuition. Cause I'll, I'll get a, a download, let's call it, or I'll get gut instinct. And it'd be like, Hey, put on your chains. 
on your truck? And I'll be like, nah, I don't need them yet. They're not that bad. And then I'll go down this hill and I'll, you know, slide down it backwards or something and like slide into the ravine. And I'm like, see, you should have put on your chains. Now we got to hike to go get a signal to call a tow truck. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. (laughs) Simple thing. And even that, it's like, what I've been realizing is we can, gratitude is like one of the most powerful things ever, right? It's like, if you can be grateful for everything that's going on, especially the things you, you know, that are dark or quote unquote, you don't like, then I, I feel like therein lies the beauty of alchemy because we can alchemize every single moment. Like in my mind, any negative situation that I run into, it's a positive. I just need to spin it a little bit. I just need mm. to spin. I need to change my perspective and look at it from a different angle and then dive into it mm. and realize can hurt me everything is me in this entire universe you know like i said divine reflection mm-hmm. so anything we it's there for us you know like I'm, I'm sure you've heard that quote god don't give you nothing you can't handle yeah <laughs> yes absolutely true yeah <laughs> yeah where i'm like melting down like freaking out like crying like i can't do this anymore like standing in a field like asking the universe what the fuck is my purpose <laughs> yeah, and yeah. then and then you know 20 minutes later, I walk back, I start breathing again, I like come to my senses after I'm done being triggered or whatever. Yeah. And then I'm like, yeah, it's like everything is totally good. And of course, you know, plant teachers help with that. Like, I feel like mushrooms teach you acceptance and surrender. Mm. They're like, just chill. It's all good. And if you don't, then it's like, ah, bad trip, right? Yeah. 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 Sure. They're directing the, the currency or the flow of our energy and frequencies and vibration to everything that we're looking at. And then we're relating to those things. So I've been, I've been realizing like we've just been taught terribly on how to relate to our universe. Mm, Yeah. (laughs) Maybe intentionally or not intentionally. I mean, it's wild. (laughs) Did did I answer your question? It did. Yeah. And you know what? I'm just thinking about something else now too. Let's jump into it a little bit. Like, let's talk about like exactly just what you mentioned. Like the way that we're taught is a lot of like comparison, comparison to others, degree of competition, whether it's like friendly competition or not, it's, it's still, uh, it's still a judgment comparison, which leads to inner judgment and, and a little bit of inner turmoil that way. Right. So when I think of like the ego, I'm now resolving to the fact that my ego is there to help me. And, and it's not something I want to just completely get rid of. It's putting his hand up and going, hey, I'm concerned here. Let's talk about this. So then I do talk to my ego, right? As opposed to, no, like the ego's bad. It's evil. It's, it's limiting. It's limiting me. No, no. It's like you still have to interact with your ego. But I was so out of balance before, at, you know, growing up, it was, uh, you know, I, I would, I was just, I was so into, yeah, comparison to others and judgment, which is to your point, like it's not something you're talked about is like how you interact with, with others, with, with just like you say, your, your true genuine self, being yourself, allowing yourself to show a positive side as opposed to this like almost confrontational side of separation that is created by the ego, if that makes sense. So what is that? I guess, what is your relationship with ego these days? Uh, versus potentially what it was when you were younger. I'm just fascinated by ego work generally, right? So interested to see what you have to say about it. it it's great because it's it's like consciousness. Like it's, I think that's the thing. 
Like we're we're in this age where it's not enough to know the shit. You got to know how yes. to get through, right? Or get around, or turn the shit into flowers. <laughs> yeah. And uh, one of my favorite analogies. Yeah, exactly. but uh, for a long time, like I think this kind of this this take out the kind of it stems into the social anxiety thing and the depression mm. thing and all mm-hmm. this like this ease within our mental and emotional and psychological functionings. Cause our ego is like our, I don't want to say governor, but I want to say like, it's, it's our protector. Let's just say that, right? Definitely. Like the ego yeah. from whatever, getting hurt in different ways or not, or, you know, it, it, it holds up barriers. It's the boundary. Yes. It's the, sh- it, yeah. the ego's the, sh- yeah. and ultimately it is what we make it because like we're we can reprogram the programs is what i've found and mm. ultimately i've found that through the experience of hating myself like i had this feeling where my soul or my higher self or the divinity that is me was battling with the ego like they would wage wars inside of my body and that's why i would just try to overdose on painkillers yeah, or okay yeah sorrows in the bottle or smoke my pain away with like 10 blunts a day or whatever. Right. Right. You can, there's levels to how we can just fall into our own shit. (laughs) (laughs) So I, I remember, I remember this strongly, like literally hating myself. Like I remember, you know, wanting to be myself. I thought everybody else had it better. Right. I Mm. thought, uh, I, if only I had their life, yeah, right. I would yeah. honor my beingness, my presence. And I think the most beautiful part is with my ego and my soul, like clashing and colliding and like just literally full on warfare. It was very, very disturbing and painful for myself. Cause it's like the ultimate self-loathing, you know? Right. And then, that was like, let's say, geez. Because I remember a point where I literally hit myself in the head with a hammer, dude. Like I, like I grabbed it. Yeah. And I like, boom, like right in the middle of my head. Like, I don't even know how I'm here. I've had so many near-death wow. experiences or like car accidents and just things where I should be gone. But mm. no. You know, we're, we're here on purpose. Yeah. If we, right? And we are powerful creators. And so, yeah, that was like six years ago. And that was, that was around that time where I'm dealing with, you know, these super dark substances. I mean, I've even been possessed before. Wow. We can get into that. Yeah. 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 Wow. uh, I've seen, I've seen like the darkest of the darkest of the dark. Right. And then I, I realized like my, my roots are there. My roots are in hell. So my tree branches are eternally in heaven. And so about six years ago, like I said, I was battling with my ego, just going to war full on, like lying to myself, lying to other people. And I think that was fueling the the war within myself was probably the inauthenticity. I wasn't being myself. I wasn't honoring my, I wasn't, you know, eating good food. I wasn't sleeping good. I wasn't drinking good water. I was, I was a zombie, you know, I feel like we're all just mutants in this world. <laughs> yeah. We just all the normal conditionings to fucking run. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and then flash forward to now, like I've done so many moments where I just stare at myself in the mirror and I'm just like, I love you. Nice. Like, I love yeah. you. <laughs> then, 
But I remember another point where I looked in the mirror and I broke the mirror because I couldn't stand looking at myself. Like I punched the mirror as good. And so I was like, whoa, like the polarity of things. And it's really, it's really just accepting who, who and what you are Mm. and then surrendering to the present moment, knowing that you can reprogram your programs. Yeah. And that's what it is. Cause your ego is here to help you. It's here to put up those like borders or the barriers so that you don't get hurt or so that things don't hurt you externally. And thank God for that too. Right. Mm, Cause yeah, yeah. we try to catch ourselves. Like, I feel like that's our, it's our nervous system. It's the, the RAS, right. Yes. Particular. Yeah. I think the RAS and the ego, they're like, they're one and the same, mm, you know, like interesting. Super, yeah. Super connected. And yeah, man, it's, it's been wild. So yeah, the Ohopo Ono, like something so simple as that. Like yeah. if you feel like struggling with appreciating yourself and honoring yourself and loving yourself based on whatever reason, like think about it. The, it took the entire universe to create every single one of us. Yeah, There's enough energy pulsating because we're electrical bio, is it bioelectric human beings and bi- bioelectrically magnetic human beings. There we go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and there's, I think they said there's like, trillions of volts of electricity running through our bodies like wow. every single one of them. have you ever heard of the electric universe no i haven't i haven't heard the series that sounds crazy though yeah is this, is this the electric soil yeah it is yeah that's right <laughs> so uh, yeah so yeah electricity it's everywhere right yeah. it's energy formation flowing throughout the entire universe through water yeah that's a cool one. yeah that the Water, water is this dark matter that they're saying, but it's just, it's everywhere. Right. It's like ether. Yeah. Got a, got a little off. I will. Uh, no, that's a, a, yeah, yeah. I've, I've gotten a, a quite a few notes of things I'm going to be looking up after this. So that's awesome, dude. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. I, I think it is. It's, it's the, it love yourself, right? Like, yeah. like you heard of the Ohopo Ono. You just yep. look in the mirror, look yourself in the eyes. You say, I love you. I forgive Give you. you. I'm yeah. As many times you need to. Yeah. That is a perfectly magical. Yeah. And it's so simple and easy to remember and uh, you can do it anywhere. Right. No, I, I love that dude. Um, let's get a little bit into, uh, you know, we've talked a, a bit about, I mean, you've, uh, through your adventures, through your travels, you've been uh, subject to many different environments. What kind of environment, like now you're in a beautiful spot. A lot of people are always talking about, you know, the Colorado area, mountains in general, what does that do to you as far as like your, you know, just your makeup every day? Like as far as being a part of just that environment that you're currently in outside, spending all the time in nature, out in the mountains, how does that affect you? What do you, what can you say about environments effect on just your mood, your, uh, your vibe overall in general? What can you say about environment? So good. So good. Um, that's another thing too. Cause I, I remember like six, seven years ago, I was, I was, I mean, I still am an awesome chef. Don't get me wrong. I love cooking. I say like nice. the secret ing- to cooking and life is love. It's nice. just to the love apply that, right? Or apply yeah. ourselves. Because I think we are love. There's no separation. Right. There's different levels. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, environment's wild. Because I remember I'd be working in the restaurant for like 12, 14 hours, you know, six days a week, just like burnt out, you know, not getting enough sunlight, not drinking enough water, just, you know, just in a, in a box. And that's, that's what I would feel. And of course, 
that makes sense to me now. That was, that's another addition to the level of why I was in a war with myself. Mm. Was it my environment? My environment was, I mean, I was living on the third floor of this apartment. It was like an overpriced apartment. I would never really go outside. Like it was just party. And of course that kind of environment, you're dying, mm. you're killing yourself. Like mm-hmm. you're feeling good, but to the expense of your body not feeling good the next whatever six hours or when you're at work the next day and you can barely work because yeah. you're like yeah i'm being <laughs> yeah. hurting yeah and i'm super grateful i learned i learned young that uh the partying life is is not the way to go and i've seen a lot of people gone because of it but so yeah that that kind of environment it's it's amazing like i'll be out in the mountains and it's, it's really wild too because when i first started the water shaman job um, I, they, they had me be like a cover guy. So I was basically the wild card. I was like the Uno wild card. They throw me down like, okay, you here, 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 here. So I was always getting sent to different parts of Denver and like different cities around Denver. And I wasn't usually in the mountains a lot. And so mm. it was just burnout and just tired and just like, I, I'm, you know, I'm doing, uh, 300 of these five gallon jugs, 300 plus five gallon jugs a day. Each one's like 47 pounds. Wow. I got to take them up stairs. I got to take them a quarter mile around places. Like it's a wild gig. Yeah. It sounds like it. <laughs> I, I get a free gym though. So there's a lot to yeah, be right. grateful for. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember that again, environment, like my environment's the city or like downtown or mm. to these places that are just, it's not a lot of life. I'm just, I'm just delivering to people's homes and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm killing myself. And then I, every once in a while they would wild card me to go to the mountains. And I remember I'd be in the mountains and I'm just like, ah, like recharging and like feeling good and like by myself. Cause I am, I'm like, I'm kind of like my own boss. I mean, I get there in the morning, jump in, head out by myself and then head back whenever I'm done. And so nobody really is calling me cause I got no service up there. <laughs> so so it's just like do your thing you know and that compared to um you know the city like the city it's okay you 30 seconds you're out of the truck boom you pull around the corner to the other spot you're jumping out of the truck boom you're just you're just non-stop Mm. jumping yeah 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 it's close and everything's compact and let's say i'd have 70 to 90 stops so 90 different places i'd have to be at in this residential area and this business area and it's a lot i mean just you, you just got to go go mode like do not yeah, stop I, right take a shit like it was rough. Yeah. <laughs> so, um and then compared to now because i'm i'm not that cover position anymore i'm just full on mountain sector so i deliver to pretty much the continental divide almost cool. and uh the irony is when I first started that, it was really amazing. Like, it's just, I mean, it's, it's still amazing. I'm, I'm blessed beyond all measures, but I'm realizing we get used to stuff. Like we get mm, conditioned. Yeah. We get yeah. conditioned and take things for granted. Yeah, right. Sure. Cause now I'll be up in the mountains and I'm like, wow, like I'm not even enjoying this scenery that I was enjoying sure. so much. Yeah. I get you. Yeah. Right. Like we get, we get used to the way that things are. And then we, of course, human beings love novelty. So it's yeah. <laughs> the universe novelty generator. Yes. So then we get bored. We get bored with the same operating system. And we kind of like, at least me personally, I get bored with the same mm-hmm. operating system and I got to switch things up. So like, even if I did the same 
<clears throat> even if I'm doing some sector, I'm going to do it different every single time. I'm going to, mm. I'm going to go I'm gonna start from a different canyon. I'm going to just cause I crave that novelty. Like, um, it's wild. So yeah, it's really interesting environment. It's so important because most of the time, I'll, even now, like I'll only have like 30, 40, 50 stops the most mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. And I, so I'm going a lot, I'm going a lot slower from jumping out of the truck and I'm driving a lot more. So yeah, I'm driving okay. a lot. Yeah. Going up, going up people's driveways and stuff and even hiking up driveways and stuff and ice yeah. and all kinds of fun. Yeah. And I'll realize, if I stop and enjoy the scenery at least once every day, like stop what I'm doing and just get out of the truck, like sit down, breathe, mm. like do a, med- just, just, and just soak it up. I'm so much more grateful. I'm so much more connected. But when I in the mode of just go, 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 go. And then I'm yeah. back at the warehouse. I feel like I didn't connect today. You know what? <laughs> Interesting. That's- that gives me a really good uh, follow-up question. That's great. That's that just I got, you got my brain going here. I like the idea. So there's a couple things that I thought of while you're telling that story. The idea that you like you say novelty, like we love as humans, we love novelty. On the same side of things, we crave to a degree routine as well. So again, when we're talking about the the duality of uncertainty in a sense or novelty and certainty, and I really like how you just because some of the patterns that you've been talking about in your life, you like finding different pat you know those different patterns because change changes your perspective it forces you to change your perspective so even though you have these same 50 houses you're going to go a different route because you might see something on the right hand side that normally would be kind of behind you but you're going to come up on it a different route so again providing that and from there from novelty is an opportunity to stop there's like these stalled points because you're you're seeing something for the first time essentially right even though it's a route you've been doing and that's where you can okay hold on let's like soak this in and then that's where you have that point of connection as well so really cool uh just the way that you like you worded it i'm just kind of picturing you doing it and uh yeah i I just i more i don't know if i have necessarily have a question off that it was more of an observation i think it's a really uh really cool outlook as far as like the way to do it so within a routine find a way to do something different within that framework of the routine. And they kind of get the best of both worlds, the duality of the certainty, uncertainty. And within that from the novelty is your chance to really connect. So I think, yeah, that's, that's, I guess, I don't know. Maybe I'm reading too much into it, but I thought that was like rad how you put, it. I'm picturing you driving and doing, it. I'm like seeing it in my head. I'm like, totally, this makes sense. This makes sense. Dude, I, <laughs> I appreciate you. It's, it's one of my goals before I leave. I always say like my next Financial endeavor is going to be me working for myself because I've always been working for other companies and stuff all my life. Yeah. So this bleeding in, I can feel it. I can feel the breeze changing at sea where I'm like, all right, I can feel this new life coming. Yeah. <laughs> so the change is going to come soon. I mean, I'll always be a water shaman, but it's my goal and my intention before I leave, you know, a year, two years, three years from now, um, to get a documentary in, you know, like cool. an ice road. Yeah. Yeah. Situation. Yes. But like the water. I mean, you know. Oh man, that'd be <laughs> rad. That would be like a hit on YouTube, guaranteed, guaranteed. For sure, dude. What do you What do you see yourself doing in like two or three years, or is it sort of uh, you're you're in that state of acceptance, like kind of you know follow the intuition, follow the synchronicity, see where it takes you, or do you have do you have a vision of like you know how specific are you? I guess that's my question. How specific are you two, three, five years out? Or is it just sort of a, uh, let's see, you know, see where life takes me kind of thing. What, what is your uh, take on that? 
you know what's wild is it's it's both like for a long time i i I like would not set goals for myself at all i would just would go with the flow like my mantra was the struggle is real so i would just take whatever struggle i could get and make it real you know yeah okay (laughs) okay yeah (laughs) now now like stumbling into uh in lifted and like meeting you and like mark england and all the amazing divine luminal light beings that are a part of this tribe like yeah i'm dude, I, a awesome quick story yes i was delivering water i was still a cover guy last year in the summer uh 2021 it was around like may or something like that and i was listening to the kyle kingsbury podcast as i'm driving around and Kyle Kingsbury interviewed Mark England. Oh, and so, yeah, dude, all of a sudden, like it was the end of the podcast. Mark King's like, Hey, anybody who wants this website on puckered up.com, hit me up. Yeah. I, I just like, cause I, I've, I've had my podcast for like two years now. I'm just not as invested as I would like to be into it just cause I'm doing a lot of things. And, uh, all of a sudden I just like bust out Instagram, shoot like a minute, video and send it to marking i'm like hey bro i'm i'm unpuckered up as fuck like i will you be on my podcast and i was just like thanks for being and he hit me back up and he's like yeah i'll be on your podcast and like before that i would like ask people you know and there's a lot of people are busy i get it right like yeah ever and so people wouldn't reach out to me as much and that was one of these like pivotal moments where it's like holy shit i have access to every single person in or on this planet dimension timeline reality whatever like, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. so he my podcast and then uh flash forward it, i i did a lot i made him a couple organite pieces and he 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 did one for him and then he gave the other one to adam chin oh and wicked. so yeah and so i like and it's cool because this little organite piece it's like uh the death star mold yes. so it's like a Old, but it's the death no star way. oh man i call it the yeah. life star yes <laughs> oh, i love it but it's the divine synchronicities like expand and blow up and he get he uh we did a trade so it was like he gave me procabulary and uh, the way of the unlifted athlete and so i sent him the two pieces cool. and pieces too so yeah expect a puzzle piece man we're gonna meet in the flesh and i'm gonna yes. give you the puzzle dude that'd be I, amazing. I, I, this little passion project <clears throat> Where geez, I don't have one on me right now, but it's a, it's like a little organized puzzle piece, and so there's like eighteen in a mold, and it's like a chocolate mold, oh, and yeah. so them connect though, and so like I'll go out and I'll be like just to a random person, I'll be like, hey, you're the missing link, and I'm just like this cool missing link thing, and I like to think of them as positive energy generators, so they're absorbing yeah. the in the environment and then pushing yeah. out harmonious. That's so cool. Plan yeah. everything in between. And uh, then I'll explain to the person, like, you know, you are the core network that is the network of your life. Like, mm-hmm. you are the, there's nothing you could ever do to change that. Like, your yeah. thoughts, feelings, like energy is coming from me. It's going into you. You're sending energy to everybody that you know. And it's this reciprocity, reciprocal, beautiful, flowing thing of energy all the time. Yeah. Like, there is there internet before the internet. This is just yes. a copy. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Oh, it's so good, man. So good. So it's sweet. Yeah. It's sweet because now that I now that I'm diving into like the word magic and yeah. language, objections yeah. and affirmations and negations and like everything in between, binary language. You know, like, yeah. it's so 
it's something that that's so simple, just like this tensor ring, right? Like just like these magic rings. It's just a yeah. ring, but it's yeah. And it's amazing. So really, my goal is like I'm still gonna be a water shaman, um, like slash freelancer, you know, um, energy worker. Like I said, I'm an angelic Reiki practitioner, master level, so I can teach people, and um, they can get attuned to that process. Or just, you know, just go where go where the universe flows. I'm also a rapper. Wait, so man. that's so cool. COVID hit. I just I just said to myself, all right, I'm gonna write a track every single Sunday and then I'm gonna drop it using my iPhone and my regular iPhone headphones. I'm like Wicked. Just, yeah, man. That's all you need. That's all you need. Yeah. And and there's so many like free beats out there. Yeah. So I'll just cool beat that i like and then i'll just drop it so i got this vision of like being a enlisted rapper yeah uh, slash you know water shaman uh extraordinaire just yeah. blessing place people and locations dude dude i love it so much that's so good do you have i want to hear some of this rap like do you have it on is it uh do you have it on like a spotify or anything like that or is it kind of so far you're just sort of doing it for personal just have it on your phone so kind of thing or What's wild is I have most of them on uh, SoundCloud. SoundCloud. So I pretty much post on SoundCloud. Uh, I'll send I'll send you a link. For Please that, do. SoundCloud. Yeah, yeah. I'd love to. And and then I, right now I have one uh, collaboration that's on like Apple Music, Spotify, like all of them. Awesome. I, th it's cool because like the internet, dude. We can connect with yeah. anybody, yeah. you know, in the entire it's so wild so i have this collaboration track with this dude from where is he from boston or new jersey his name is young george and like i just i just randomly found his music i vibed with him hit him up on instagram yo let's collab and then um he reached back out to me and i it's wild how we're able to do these things like it is. back in the day a recording studio like record it yeah now you can literally pour off your iphone send yeah. wherever yeah file yeah. like and they just master it and do, 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 yeah, like, you know? yeah. it is crazy so, man it's crazy yeah so i'll send i'll send you that one too please do um, i'd love to hear it yeah it's kind of cool too because uh it's expression like that's what it is yeah. like i think we're all, yeah. all we're all artists yeah. we're all a co-creator that is dream weaving our story into reality for sure yeah. and so the the music thing is it, it, it was like Cause what I like to do is I'll make the art pieces with my uh, girlfriend, um, April and I, we've been together for nine years now. Nice. So we got to Thanks dude. And, uh, that's been a ride. Gosh, relationships are amazing. They sure They're are. also. <laughs> um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, uh, and so it's, it's just been this amazing ride. So we'll, her and I will make the little organite pieces, the puzzle pieces and pyramids and like the little life stars and stuff. Um, and so I like to think about it, that as like our art therapy. It's like our mm, couples to yeah. together. Love it. Something cool. And then I, I teach people how to make those too. Rad. So workshops in the future, I could be doing Absolutely, all kinds man. of fans out. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. It's, I'm kind of just, when I, when I don't have the time or when we're too caught up with our busyness and we don't make art, I was, I was like, I need to channel this creative energy into a different medium. Yeah. And so it was podcasting and then also the music. And I'm like, I just need to do it. Cause I thought in my mind, like, okay, if you want to get good any, at anything on this planet, we can do anything we want to yes. this entire planet. Got to start walking in that direction. That's exactly, one dude. 
completely matched. That's one of the, one of the best pieces of advice I recently got because like I have a bunch of stuff I've been doing and refining for twenty years, this and that, and there's a bunch of stuff that I've wanted to start undertaking. So I have been. So the hardest thing sometimes is just to start because then you you know you're almost comparing yourself to this other version of yourself that's been doing something for twenty years, right? I've been playing guitar forever. And I'm like, why am I not good at this yet? And then you got to remember, dude, that's, this is how I started guitar. You got to start messy. You just got to do it. And don't be worried about yep. like failure. Failure is not, it's not failure. It's learning. It's called learning, right? It's just reframing it. That's growth. all it is. It, growth. It's called growth. And that, doesn't that sound a lot better than like, ah, failure, right? So I know how <laughs> important the language thing is for you. I can only imagine how much you were like a sponge for like that, uh, the unlifted language stuff, eh? Because like you totally see the negations versus affirmations, you know, it's like the, the yin and the yang very much. So the binary extreme language versus, you know, just backing that off and having a little bit of shades of gray. Right. So I can only imagine how much you took to that whole program. Right. Dude, it's still, it's like, uh, cause I'm only in week. This is going to be week five oh, this week. Nice. I'm in it. I'm in the yeah. middle of it. Beauty. It's honest. Uh, airy as fuck. I'm not yeah. going to lie. Yeah. Is this saying where I am ascending limitations into infinite potentiality, but then I'll really like be there. I'll be in that. And it's like, woo, like, I don't yeah. know if you've ever had jump off a cliff or do something you really don't want to do. Cold shower is a great example. Oh yeah, totally dude. I'm, I'm with you. I want to do it. I don't want it. And then you're like, <laughs> and then you're, is that? yeah, you're like, amazing. You know? yeah. Right. Right. I is. Yeah. It's a, that's really good. I'm, I'm with you with the cold shower for sure. <laughs> yeah. Oh dude. That's awesome. Uh, you know what? I want to ask you about one more thing here before we kind of, you know, just f find out where we can find you online. I want to say I really like I, I'm digging your Instagram feed. So I want to make, be able to, you know, steer people to that. But before we do, I am fascinated. I'm always fascinated by people's morning routines. You've mentioned it. Let's get a little bit into it. What, how do you set yourself up for success? Get yourself into that, uh, that mind frame. And, and I can only imagine how different it looks than it did, you know, five, six years ago where you're kind of crawling out of bed after a night of partying. How does your morning routine look these days, Samson? Dude, it's, it's amazing. It's expansive. It's grounding exuberant yeah. i mean i could say infinite number of words literally <laughs> limitation less that's yes. what it feels like yes because i remember i remember this this it was before i started doing it, like five like now like yeah four and a half years ago when i first started i'm like okay i just i need to do this i need to do something to ground myself into this present moment so i can have a good springboard into my day yeah and I remember before that, you know, I'd just wake up out of bed, crawl out of bed, and, you know, you got a headache, you know, whatever. You're frustrated, you're broke, whatever, everything in between. <laughs> yeah. I was so triggered by stuff. Things would be able to just crawl under my skin, and I'm just hyper-reactive, you know, F you or whatever, right? And since I started doing this practice, like four years ago, I would be aware of my hyper reactions before they would happen. So I would see them come up in my head before I just, just mm. triggered. Mm -hmm. I would be able to like ready, aim, then fire instead of fire aim. Right? <laughs> yeah. 
yeah above for right. spell casting and exploding things yeah and, and uh not getting the optimal outcome of course because i'm sure. from low energy state so i'm just attracting and lower energies frequencies and vibrations and now compared to now like i just like earlier uh before before we got on the call i did it uh it's usually like 15 20 minutes like to the little kriya before i did uh when i first started it was the kundalini so it was a lot of moving my body around get kind of like hot yoga mm. and then then i would finish with a bunch of affirmations so that's how I, I stopped doing them i don't even know if i can remember but it was like i am atmosphere of the highest and greatest most expansion of consciousness unconditionally loving light gray filled energies frequencies and vibrations across all timelines dimensions and realities yes. and so i would have something across something like that yeah. that i would say every single day and the wild part is now i'm thinking in my mind the kundalini is more of this masculine i'm i'm pushing the energy to like mm. flow and those affirmations supercharge that so i would i would experience that i would i would literally be on my game all the time like it, it was wild and then and of course like too much doing that's that's why i switched from the the kundalini to the kriya because i felt like i was just doing too much like i'd already i'd already hit this level from like i get it you know like yeah. there's nothing else to do so this Compared to this Kriya one, this Kriya one is so wild because it's basically, um, I'm not sure if you've heard of that book, uh, The Autobiography of a Yogi. Yeah, by I've Param heard of it. Yes. Yeah. So the, the, if you search Kriya Yoga Paramahansa Yogananda, there's a couple videos on YouTube where it's from his book or it's one of the books he wrote. Um, and he, they teach you, he teaches you how to do the Kriya practice. Mm. And so... That's how I learned it. And, uh, and ever since then, the idea of Kriya is you magnetize the spine. So you do is you like, usually you breathe, do a Kriya, Kriya bond or Kriya breath where you breathe and channel this up to your third eye and then down your spine. Mm. And like, as long as you can, like cool, like. And what I realized is. I'm it's like it's like tapping into the this quantum it's like water like mm. water has capacity to store uh memory and so what it is is like it's the super art of self-realization that's what they call it. cool from my doing it every single day for the and I kind of slack sometimes because the idea is you do it in the nighttime you do it like a 15 20 minute 30 minute practice in the morning and then you do a 15 30 minute practice at the night just to kind of integrate the a.m and p.m energies and I've been slacking in the nighttime I get all stoned and I'll just pass out <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah uh from the mornings I have so much more clarity so much um expansive connectiveness to all that is to where if a BS story comes in my mind, like I can choose to run it. I can run it if I'm not wanting to be conscious, but then I could be like, woo, and then it like throat flows through my system. And then I reprogram it and then send it back out into the world. Nice. So I'll go out into, or I'll go into my office, the driver room when I go to my work, uh, the warehouse and I'm like literally the only one that walks up in there with a giant smile on my face every day, Monday through Friday. Like I'm just pushing grab, just like generating and pulsating waves of grab. 
execute. So all my bosses, all my coworkers, everybody that walks in that building and all the water that's in that building, because we have a, a hundred thousand gallon uh, stainless steel tanker that's going back and forth from the spring, which is like wow. 15 miles to the warehouse. So it's wow. like 15 miles. And so they're, they're doing like 15 trips a day where they're unloading a hundred gallons, filling up a hundred gallons, unloading hundred gallons. Wow. And so that's a water. That is. And, and so I'm walking through this warehouse, all kinds of stuff, you know, packed up and I'm just like having a good time, like having fun. And I realized for a long time, like I wasn't, when I was, when I was cooking, for example, a great example is I remember when I was in that stinking thinking mode, didn't have a routine, um, uh, things would happen. I would be, you know, whatever, lost in my BS, focused on money troubles. What was me? And I'd be making some food and then I would deliver the, you know, I'd sell the food in a bowl, put it up in the thing. Somebody would run it to the person. And then I like realized like there's an energy transference. Like if I'm making mm. this food with a shitty mindset, that energy is going into the food. That person's going to eat it. They're going to go and, you know, impact however many other people, right? It's, yeah, it's a yeah. reaction. And I would get checked every once in a while because I was normally the morning guy opening. And I remember I like sold a thing of beans or something and they, and I didn't check to see if they were hot. Like I just, you know, just sold it. And this guy comes up and he like throws like, cause it was open line. Oh, so yeah. one of the customers, he like throws the beans at me. He's like, Hey, these are cold or whatever. Oh. And I just remember like, oh, I can be really mad about this or I can just make this guy some actually hot beans. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Sure. Yeah. Hey, whatever. Did, yeah. Did it. I'm super sorry. And it's, it's like these small little nuggets of wisdom or experience. Experience is distilled into wisdom. There we go. Mm. To, to where um, we get notifications like our phone. Or yeah. Notifications internally from our subconscious and our intuition telling us to go into action in certain ways. And if we can listen or we can, you know, just stay with the common narrative. And for a long time, I was just, you know, it's just conditioned actions and reactions. And since, since having a daily ritual, it doesn't really matter what it is. It could be anything. For a long time, I just stood outside on a rock just that's what I did. Like, I, I mean, I would do my yoga and stuff too. But then after that, I would just go stand on a rock for like 30 minutes, mm. bare feet. Mm-hmm. And that is if you stand in one place for an entire year, you get, and it's probably, it could probably be like a month to where you get attuned to your environment. But mm. the idea is if you one spot in nature mm. for one year, you get so attuned to your environment that like you are, are nature because i feel like we just we get disconnected like either way we are nature right we get disconnected and so all about the connection man i love it yeah wicked speaking of connection really glad that we connected today man i uh we feel like yeah i feel like you're you're just one of these guys i've known forever i can talk to you about anything just love your vibe i love your stories very talented speaker as far as i love your analogies and the visuals you can get you know give so very uh very fortunate to have met you today samson uh, and yeah, I definitely feel like we're going to be uh, just friends just moving forward, dude. So thank you so much for your time today. Where can we find you online? Uh, I'll throw it in the show notes, but uh, give you a chance to verbalize it as well. Beautiful, brother. Hey, well, like I said, you know, I'm, I'm just your divine reflection. Yeah. So it's honored to uh, meet you again in the yes. here and now, right. brother. Totally, dude. <laughs> yes. Love it. 
Uh, you guys, you guys can check me out. Uh, Spaceman Samson on the Instagram. Um, my podcast is called Eco Elevation. So ECO Space Elevation. That's wherever you listen to podcasts. I haven't put as much content recently. I aim to do at least two episodes a month, but uh, the water shamaning gig keeps me busy. And then everything else in between. Um, YouTube, uh, the water shaman. I'm going to start dropping more content on there this year. Uh, working on some, working on an album and then some music videos too this year that I'm going to drop. So that, that'll be fun. Beautiful. Man. Beautiful. Yes. I love it, dude. Yeah. Make sure. Yeah. If you send me the link to your SoundCloud, I'll pop that in there. So we got your YouTube SoundCloud, Eco Elevation, the podcast, uh, which I will be a uh, guest on by the way, coming soon. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> yeah, little show swap action. And then, uh, yes, yeah, Spaceman Samson on Instagram. Highly recommend following him. It's a great, great follow. It has the exact same kind of vibe and spirit that you have uh, encapsulated. It's sort of in picture form, a lot of nature photos, and you're always uh, pr- creating positivity. I like your use of, uh, you know, a very colorful post as far as like emoji con use and uh, just the way you spell things in your presentation. Super cool, man. So I had high hopes uh, for meeting you today and you far exceeded them. I, I don't mind saying so. Thanks, dude. Thank you very much for everything. And uh, yeah, dude, we're good. We'll, uh, we'll be talking soon for sure. Matt, all of me thanks and honors all of you, brother. Thank you so much eternally and uh, be blessed beyond all measures. I mean, yeah. except- week on uh on my show awesome brother yeah we'll be talking soon you bet wait and if anybody needs any uh water shamaning blessings reach out to me yeah. uh, i'm happy to there's amazing simple processes we can do like simply dropping into our heart like what we did at the beginning of this yeah you can into your heart and you can literally anchor a column of light using your imagination intention and attention and it's powerful. So we are very, very powerful co-creators. So if anybody has any questions about water or consciousness or ghost busting, hit me up. <laughs>